0: Hello everyone and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I am your host Ryan and today we're going to be talking about Rocket League PlayStation, some Elder Scrolls stuff as they're working on a new engine, uh, you know, mix up with a Halo Infinite release date. Unfortunately, we will be talking about some Marvel movie release dates being or the movies being delayed. Uh, No one wants that, but hey, it's going to happen, so we're going to talk about it and that's you know pretty much what we're gonna be talking about oh and i guess amazon decided they're just gonna launch a cloud gaming service so we're also gonna go over that anyways thank you guys so much for listening to the show and yeah let's just get into it cue that intro Welcome into the show. This is the It Just Works podcast and I am your host Ryan. And today we're going to be going over some news topics and I'm going to talk about how sad I am that I didn't get a Xbox Series X pre-order. Unfortunately, I was not able to get one and I'm kind of kind of bummed out. But you know what? It's great that it's sold out everywhere and that shows that how many people are interested in the new consoles this generation. And that means that they're going to have a ton more coming out, and also a lot more support for all of their brand new games to, you know, get all the financial aid they need to get done, and we can play them, because I'm I'm itching to play some new games. So, one of the first things I want to talk about, which was just announced today, is actually, freaking Amazon is launching a new cloud gaming service that lets you play hit video games directly from your phone, TV, or computer. So, ugh. (laughs) So Amazon announced Luna, a free video game streaming service that lets you play hit games on your phone, computer, and other streaming devices on Thursday, which is today, and I'm recording this at 5.22 p.m. Gamers can purchase their own games on Luna or subscribe to different game channels for an ongoing collection. For $5.99 per month, Players can subscribe to the Luna Plus channel, which will grant them access to dozens of games, including hit titles like Control and Resident Evil 7. Amazon has also designed a special Wi-Fi-enabled Luna controller that will help reduce delay when streaming compared to a standard Bluetooth controller. It will be available for 50 bucks during the early access period. Okay. On Thursday, the company launched Luna, a free cloud gaming service designed to deliver video games to your computer and streaming devices. Luna will work on PC, Mac, iOS, Android, and and Amazon's Fire TV Stick, Fire TV Cube devices, Amazon said. Cool, cool. So at least everyone's going to pretty much be able to try this out. The company, which also owns Twitch, the streaming service, is already accepting early access signups for Luna. Okay. While Luna is free, players can purchase games which they, which they can then stream directly from their devices of choice. For a monthly fee, gamers can also subscribe to different game channels that offer up a collection of games. Amazon's own channel, Luna Plus, will cost $5.99 per month to start and provide additional features along with rotating collection of hit games headlined by premium titles like Control in Resident Evil 7, Luna Plus subscribers will be able to stream 4K resolution and 60 frames per second excuse me, on up to two devices. The features are similar to Stadia Pro and Google-owned, the Google-owned video game streaming service. Like Luna, Stadia is free to use and lets players purchase games, but offers a monthly subscription for extra games and features. Whereas Stadia Pro costs $10 a month. And while Amazon says the $5.99 price tag for Luna Plus is an introductory price, introductory price during the early access period, Ubisoft, the publishers of games like Assassin's Creed and Far Cry, which has recently come under fire for what employees called a deep-rooted toxic culture, <laughs> life with harassment and sexism, what is going on? <laughs> this this took a deep turn. It has partnered with Amazon and will have a channel on Luna. The channel will give players access to new games like Assassin's Creed Valhalla the same day they're released. It's unclear how much uh, how much Ubisoft's channel will cost. And the publisher already offers another subscription service called Uplay Plus for $15 a month. So, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what that uh, workplace sexism, harassment stuff came from. That was pretty intense. I don't know what just happened to everybody, but okay. So apparently Amazon's Luna comes with harassment and sexism. So I guess you got to be careful for that. I am joking. I did see this earlier and I wasn't going to talk about it. So I'm just going to briefly mention it. Yes, I guess Ubisoft is under fire right now for a toxic workplace. That's all I know. I didn't look into it. Uh, that's not why I created the show to talk about it, but... Um, it is unfortunate if that is true, and hopefully that gets situated soon so the workers can develop games without a terrible environment to work in. That's all I have to say on that. But yeah, so Amazon is coming out with their own cloud gaming service, and I think it's great. Um, Project X Cloud seems to be off to a good start. Google Stadia, on the other hand, not off to a very good start. Uh, I believe it came out earlier this year or last year and hasn't done good at all it's been a, a terrible service and it's just been wow good thing i have the burp all of a sudden um yeah google stadia has not been very good a lot of people don't like it and yeah so it'll be cool for amazon to get their own service out there so that way we can you know test this out uh you know i am happy that it's gonna be on ios because project X Cloud, as of this moment is not on iOS, and that makes me very sad. Uh, speaking of Xbox, we're going to talk about Halo Infinite real quick. So the Halo Infinite developers respond to release date rumors. Uh, there are some rumors about the release date of the game. As of right now, on a plate as a placeholder, I believe on a Microsoft site, it says Holiday 2021, and a lot of games do that. Uh, I- I've seen this for at least 15 years, where they say a game's coming out in quarter four, quarter three. So Brian Gerard, the community manager, said, PSA, we haven't locked on release date for Halo Infinite yet. Anything you see on a retail site is just a placeholder slash speculation. So that's pretty much the extent of that. Halo Infinite does not have a necessary, uh, necessarily uh, release date for holiday 2021 yet. Uh, I would still bet that it's the holiday season next year. We will see. I think that this game, if it is ready by summer, to just release during the summer it'd be a huge hit for summer. There's still a lot of games that are successful at, at that release time or in recent years it's been a lot of a I would say a dead time and a, a massive game like this could be very successful at summer. But as of right now there's no clear release date for Halo Infinite and I can't imagine like a part of me thinks it's not even coming out next year but we'll see. Uh, speaking of Halo. So the Halo 3 ODST Uh, release date or release update came out finally so for pc people can finally play halo 3 odst and uh, the campaign and firefight for the first time ever Uh, so please go check that out if you haven't done so Uh, for console players there is odst firefight with its custom settings which i've talked about before on the show and i've also uh, posted clips on the instagram Uh, make sure you follow it it is it just works podcast on instagram at it just works podcast make sure you guys follow the page Anywho, the update is out, and one of the biggest things about this update is they fixed the Halo 3 battle rifle for the, you know, just, god, it's been terrible since the launch of MCC. That weapon has not worked how it's supposed to at all, and I am so happy to say, which I've already said through, you know, testing it out on the Insider program, it finally works, everybody. The weapon works. If you missed Halo 3, and if you missed the glory days of Halo 3... Boot it up. Boot MCC up because it's back. Now is the best time to play this game. It works. The battle rifle works. Headshots from across the map are actually possible now. Uh, it's just fantastic. This update adds a 50-level season. So it's called the Season of Recon. And you can earn weapon skins, uh, you know, other uh, nameplates, and ODSC firefight characters. And there's, there's 50 levels to unlock. So you can do that as well. But you can also go back to the season of Spark and Noble Team. You can still go through all the seasons and use your points for whatever you want. Whatever makes you happy, you can use the points to those uh, rewards. Uh, There's new challenges to do. Um, it's It's just a massive update. And it's so important for Halo 3 as it is back and better than ever. So please go check it out if you haven't yet. I I highly encourage it. I couldn't be more thrilled with the success of Halo MCC. Uh, it's just phenomenal. So I want to move on to uh, a very funny um, thing that happened. So, you know, the acquisition of Bethesda has been massive and just kind of mind-blowing. It's still hard to wrap my head around it, even as I'm sitting here talking to you guys. But Bethesda's Todd Howard shares a ridiculous trick that allowed Morrowind to work on the original Xbox. So there is a... So Xbox has their own podcast that's hosted by Xbox Live's uh, Major Nelson. Uh, his name is Larry Herb. Um, very, very awesome guy. He's been doing Xbox interviews for God knows how long. And he's done, you know, your this week's on Xbox, which you can find on your dashboard and YouTube pretty much since the 360 days. I don't know if it's been before that. But he does a podcast, and re- and this week, he had a, on his recent podcast, he had Microsoft's Phil Spencer, who is the head of Xbox, and Bethesda's Pete Hines and Todd Howard. So they're just going through a brief history of their interactions between Xbox and themselves, you know, just the two companies working together. And one of the biggest things is Morrowind coming to X, uh, the original Xbox. It was a PC game, and no one thought it, it would do good or even work on the original Xbox. Well, come to find out... <laughs> Uh, It actually didn't work that well. Uh, Todd Howard said that if you're running on low memory, you can reboot the original Xbox, and the user can't even tell. He says you can throw a screen up, though, and so when Morrowind loads sometimes, you get a very long load time. That is them actually rebooting the Xbox without you even knowing it. So that way it would allow the game to run and load into the next whole area that you're trying to go into. It's just... (laughs) It's not that big of a deal, but it's, it's just funny to think about with these older games, like the the tricks that these developers had to come up with just so we can play them. It's very crazy. I just kind of wanted to throw that out there real quick. And speaking of the Thesda, they also revealed... Uh, Todd Howard said that this is the largest o- engine overhaul since Oblivion. So Fallout 76, Skyrim 4, 3, you know, Vegas, Oblivion. They've all been running on the same engine, believe it or not. <laughs> and... Yeah, I know. That sounds terrible, guys. It does. So they are making a brand new engine for Elder Scrolls VI and Starfield, and I am beyond excited to see what these games look like in the next generation. So please keep an eye out for that. I know we're all pretty excited for anything Bethesda does at this point. Now being financially backed with Microsoft, they can use the Sea of Thieves water technology, You know the, the weather technology they have, playground games with their technology, they they basically get to share this amongst themselves and make better games. So who knows what is possible? Uh, another quick thing is uh, Rocket League. So Rocket League recently went free to play, and I don't know if you guys have played Rocket League. I freaking highly recommend it. Rocket League is one of the best games that has come out in the last generation. It is just it's just so much fun. It's stupid. You can either be really bad at the game, intermediate, or just insane, and it doesn't matter what level you're at. You're still gonna have fun. So it's basically car soccer. <laughs> it's the best way to put it. And it's always been a good game, but it's always been like 20 bucks. It was never expensive. It was always appropriately priced, I believe, for the the amount of content you got with that purchase. And they have their own season passes, which you know I never really bought, but they always looked like they gave you your money back for sure. I. Can't really speak to that, but I've never heard any issues. So recently, they went free-to-play, and now Rocket League has reached 1 million concurrent players for the first time in its history. Yikes. That is amazing. So, Corey Davis, the co-studio head at developer Psyonix, revealed the news. Posting a screenshot of the game's gigantic player population, this number seemingly counts players across all platforms, which would be PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Uh, the reason why I'm reporting on this is honestly, I've had so much fun uh, playing this game. The game means a lot to me. It's just if you ever just want to like die down and just totally chill before you get off for the night, this game is pretty much my go-to for that. It's, it's always a blast. Uh, don't get me wrong. There's some tryhards on it. And by tryhards, I mean people who are extremely impressive. <laughs> um, but no, the game is great. It is free to play. So for whatever reason, you've been living under a rock and haven't played Rocket League, please turn your console on and go play Rocket League. It's one of the best games to come out in years. And I, I always believed that this game deserved more recognition than it got. Uh, not that, not to say that it isn't popular, but this game is at the top tier of its, you know, in this part of the industry. Uh, so hats off to Psyonix and everyone who works there. Uh, Rocket League, you know, really deserves this. Uh, so best of wishes to them, because what a, what a fantastic game. Me and my brother play it, and my cousin, and we all suck. But you know what? It It's such a damn good time. So we're going to move on to a movie uh, news update real quick. So Black Widow, uh, it's been delayed again. <laughs> so... Uh Black Widow was supposed to come out May seventh. Oh I'm sorry, not May 7th. I believe in No, it actually was in May. Uh because of COVID and everything going on, uh within Reason, it got delayed as movie theaters were shutting down. So the new uh uh, the new release date was gonna be November sixth. And now it has a new date. May seventh, twenty twenty one um according to deadline so it's interesting to note that the original black widow release date was actually for may of this year leaving it delayed at least a year provided it ends up sticking with the may 2021 update or uh date this also marks the first year since 2009 that there are no mcu movies in theaters though wandavision will premiere on disney plus it's still not a movie definitely going to be movie quality with that delay comes several MCU projects moving to later release dates. So, Internals is going to be released uh, February 12th, 2021, and is now s- oh, it was supposed to be. I'm sorry, and is now s- set to debut on November 5th, 2021. Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which originally occupied the Black Widow release date, will premiere July 9th, 2021. This also means that Eternals, which was originally set for theaters before Shang-Chi, will now arrive after it. So here is what to expect for the next few MCU releases. So just to clarify, Black Widow will be May 7th, 2021, Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings, July 9th, 2021, and Eternals, November 5th. That sucks. I just, I, I, uh, I'm not really excited for the future of the MCU, I just believe without Iron Man and Cap, uh, it's even Black Widow herself since she's dead. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, <laughs> I just think it's not gonna be as good. Um, I, I'm probably gonna get proven wrong, to be honest. So I won't try to claim like I know anything. I just, I just think Endgame ended on such a correct note with all of the characters that it's like, well. Could probably stop here, guys. (laughs) Obviously, due to money and so many other stories that can be told, they're going to continue it. So we'll have to see what happens. But as of right now, looks like that is going to be your future release dates for the MCU. All right. So we're going to move on to PS5 and the launch games that are confirmed and those release dates for them. So where do we got it here? So the confirmed launch games are Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Astro's Playroom, Demon Souls, Destruction All-Stars, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, which is digital, I don't know why, Fortnite, Godfall, Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales, Observer System Redux, and Sackboy, and Boy, A Big Adventure. So, pretty, pretty sweet. Um, you know, nothing too crazy. Uh I would say that I personally believe uh Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales is a uh console seller. So, not going to lie, I don't think they really have much to worry about there. <laughs> uh Godfall looks okay. Uh Devil May Cry 5 is a really good game, so I'm excited for PlayStation players to get it. Uh Demon Souls looks uh pretty damn good. So, <laughs> I would say PS5 is off to a fantastic start. So uh, hats off to you guys. I'm excited for you guys to get your console and have some damn fun because the next generation is going to be pretty sick. And that's it for the news today. That's all I really got for you guys. i um, going to be doing another Looking Back episode. I kind of teased it with one of the games I was talking about. So I hope you caught that. Um, I got a couple things lined up. For future episodes i don't really want to talk about them yet because i'd rather than you know probably just happen and then release it but there are more movie reviews coming uh I, I i believe a lot of you really enjoy those and i like to change it up too i don't want to just just be video games video games and video games I i love talking about movies i really wish there was new movies or well i wish the movies were open and the world was normal so i can go see a movie and then review it but unfortunately we're not necessarily there yet we're almost there uh, yeah, so I just wanted to give you guys a quick update. Uh, please look forward to our future episodes. Uh, we're gonna ha- I'm going to have people back on again, so you will see Alex on here again to talk about some movies. Uh, I know a lot of people will enjoy what he has to say, as me and him don't necessarily agree on everything, and I think that's the best part about having him on. Uh, that dude comes up with some crazy stuff and definitely knows how to call out a plot hole. So... <laughs> Uh, I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I hope you, I hope all of you are doing great and are being safe out there. Uh, I hope you're enjoying your time with your families, your friends, your loved ones. Uh, I just want to say thank you again for listening to the show. It means the absolute world to me as always. So thank you guys so much. Uh, this is the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.